Why don't just let me do it and then just secretly change it all later? That's how it usually works, isn't it? I told you that I'd planned to tell you, but we were both busy with other patients and I didn't want to complicate things by putting my name on a new prescription. It would have been confusing. Confused was at the bottom of the list of things I was feeling. Clearly. Is something going on with you? No. You keep asking me that. Well, yeah, because... Faye, I'm fine. I will do the letter. Then... Ugh, I need to sort this. What is it? Priapism. Remote consult. Unless you want to? Nope. No, thanks. You're welcome to it. I'll make a start on this letter. Fine. Call me if you need me. Enjoy! with Ray on what? Oh, shut up. I'm not your mother and neither is Dr. Adra. We're starting. Date 64722732. Patient Nosley. Patient ID 77347785. It was wonderful to see Nosley and their partner Jen in the clinic today. The pair were kind enough to forward the information they'd been asked to gather from an old contact at the Swift Switch laboratory where Nosley was created. This has already been scanned into the notes, but for the sake of continuity, I'll summarise the important parts here. Neither Nosley nor Jen were able to reveal the identity of their contact, who I understand was a student at the laboratory before its... dissolution. The electronic records have long since been seized or destroyed, so all they had was a series of handwritten scraps of paper and annotated scribbles of Nosey's anatomy. Starsec, they had the handwriting of an intoxicated anthophiloid. It took Riley and I hours to decode it all. Nosey and Jen opted not to ask for any specific information from their contact, too concerned about the consequences of alerting anyone to Nosey's condition. Yeah, I think it's fair enough too. Their notes have confirmed a lot of what we already know. Nosy is a vertebrate with a central nervous system, a pair of lungs, and two hearts. Their GI system is similar to a human's, but their colon is about a metre longer and has extra sphincters along the way to slow transit, and we can assume maximise water absorption given their lack of kidneys. The notes provided shed a little more light on their reproductive anatomy. Z has two small ovaries, which sit around where the kidneys would in a human. Two long overducts follow the course of the human ureters down into the pelvis, ending in a sac-like structure which must be the current home of the foetus. The hastily scratched diagram did not show an exit to this wound-like structure, and therefore didn't provide us with any clues about what might happen if a natural birth were to be attempted. One of the most curious parts of the notes was about Nosey's... Shall I call it a birth? About Nosey's birth. 
I... I hadn't thought to probe about this at our first meeting. Cautious not to scare Zira away, I think. Well, now you're making me feel stupid. I don't know. I thought maybe Z had been... Oh, I don't know. A, a baby? Then a child? Z could have grown quick. Don't be mean. The writing was so hard to decipher, but it seems that each mature tissue line was grown individually, and then assembled into Nozzy's form. Once they were confident that everything was in its correct place, they did something electrical, or with sound. The notes were a mess of arrows and squiggles, but that's how Nozzy came into being. It has been six Earth weeks, or four standard ten days, since Nozzy's first visit to the clinic, which puts the estimation of Zia gestation at uh, 18 to 20 weeks. The nausea and vomiting which first brought Zia into the clinic has settled for the most part. Jen said that Nozzy is snaffling sticks of ginger like their candy. Aside from that, the pair were delighted to report that Nozzy has started to feel fetal movements. The sensations are intermittent, but becoming more predictable. This reassuring sign was part of the reason that Nosy waited a while to get back in touch with us. Honestly, me neither. I can't imagine what that first movement must be like. Imagine if Z didn't know Z was pregnant. I'd... I was gonna say poo a little bit, but that works. No, I think babies are great, right? Pregnant people, fine. Pregnancy in my person? Here, I draw a line. I'm not surprised you didn't mind being born. You just illuminated into consciousness. The rest of us get dragged here, screaming and moist. Exactly. Nosy has been making some excellent progress with their anxiety around visiting the clinic. I understand that the popular medical stream, ERET, has been instrumental in helping with this. Not by choice, but Zale and I have had to sit through it a few times when Ryu wanted company. It's trash, but I guess there's nothing like exposure therapy. It is. You never watch ERET. Great, well, I'm going to send Dakarai your way next time he wants to watch it. Oh. Despite this, Nosy still felt very anxious about the introduction of Dr. Adra to the consultation, and made it explicitly clear that Z was not yet ready to go into the laboratory and meet Dr. Solari face to face. <laughs> Nosy also made it clear, with a new layer of surety in Zia's airy voice, that I was to include in the clinic letter that Z very much enjoyed Zia Com's conversation with Dac Dr. Solari. Z is just reluctant to take too large a step and end up ruining Zia's progress so far with a bad experience. Dr. Adra and I commend this cautious but steady approach to Z recovery. Dr. Adra performed the majority of the history taking. It was interesting to see her style of questioning. It was. Though Nozi initially reported no further issues surrounding the pregnancy, Z admitted some concerning symptoms upon direct questioning. In the last two weeks, Z has noticed herself becoming more short of breath whilst performing daily activities. If Z exerts herself, this breathlessness develops into a stabbing pain in both sides of the chest. Z 
These symptoms are associated with some general fatigue, but Z attributed this to the pregnancy. Zell kept her face blank as Nozzy listed these symptoms. My mind was racing with a list of possibilities, each one rarer and more serious than the last. I saw Jen squeeze Nosley's rounded side gently. Tell them about the other thing, he murmured, just loud enough for Zell and I to hear. Patches of peachy orange-pink appeared on Nosley's high cheekbones and neck. I don't think it's related, Z whispered. What other thing? said Zale. I promise we'll have heard of something weirder, I added. Zale gave me a quick look for that, but Nosley sighed. I've developed these cravings. Okay, Dr. Adra said. Cravings are a very common symptom of a healthy pregnancy. For rocks, Z interrupted. It was like a sign had flickered on inside my head, an arrow pointing in the direction of the diagnosis. I saw the same thing in the twitch of Zell's foot. The symptoms you described is called pica. There's a specific word for craving rocks, but it presents in lots of different ways, often indicating a low haemoglobin. In the context of nosy symptoms, the breathlessness and chest pain, we were concerned about an anemia associated with the pregnancy. Um, good point. The development of the anemia is probably multifactorial. Nosley is now sharing Zir's circulating volume with another, albeit very small, body. We have no idea of the underlying mechanisms that promote the growth of new blood cells in Nosley's body, except that it's not a hormone released by Zir kidneys like in humans. It's important to remember as well that Zir has been vomiting daily for a number of weeks. The anemia could be secondary to any number of dietary deficiencies. Iron, B vitamins, folate, whatever else it is that Nosey needs to stay healthy. Dr. Adra reassured Zia that, though strange, the problems were likely due to something that was both simple to diagnose and simple to treat. I... I was shocked that Nosey agreed to the proposed blood test. Nosey was underselling Zia self when Zia said Zia had been working on Zia fears. Zia was even able to show Dr. Adra where Zia had a good vein that blood had been taken from in the past. The fluidizer revealed that our suspicions were correct. Nosley's haemoglobin was low, MCV 72 femtoliters. No signs of infection or inflammation. Z also gave permission for Dr. Adra to perform a full hormone and organ screen on Zia blood sample, which is still running in the lab now. Nosley also agreed to a heart trace, but even with repeated adjustments to the electrode stickers, we weren't able to get a waveform we were able to make sense of. With Nosley comfortable on the bench, Dr. Adra consented Zia for an examination. I thought it would have made more sense for me to do it, because I examined Zia before so I could compare my findings, but anyway, I examined Zia afterwards. Don't put my grouching in the letter, please. The abdomen was more distended than before, most visibly when Nosley laid flat. When I palpated, I could feel the fundus of what we're assuming is a functioning uterus, only a few centimetres underneath the ziffy sternum. I almost jumped as I pressed against the mass and it shifted against my palm in response. I think Nosey must have noticed, because Z grinned at me with zero of pointy teeth. I will admit that I have always struggled to feel the difference between a fetus's head and its bum. I felt something, for sure. <clears throat> Dr. Adra confirmed that the baby was in a transverse lie. 
because he seemed to warm to her a lot, actually. Zale has a wonderful bedside manner. I think I caught a glimpse of it when I was upset about um, Nicola. Um, it's very calm and exudes confidence. Someone who has weathered a good number of asteroid storms and would do so again for you, gladly. There's a difference, I've realised, in feeling that you'd be happy for someone to be your doctor because you know that they know a lot, and feeling it because you've seen how they care for someone and you'd be grateful if they were the person caring for you. If you were unwell, you'd want someone nice as well as capable. That's what I'm saying. Never mind. Stars. Nosy also agreed to an ultrasound scan and didn't flinch anywhere near as much when the cold jelly hit the stretched green skin of Zir abdomen. I slyly adjusted the machine's screen so that only Zale and I could see the images at first. The examination bench can only take so many more puncture wounds. But Nosy accepted my offer of a hand to hold and kept Zir claws hidden behind Zir metacarpals the whole time. Dr. Adra piloted the probe through the gelatinous mass on Nosy's stomach. Nodding to herself, she pointed to a grainy collection of lighter grey pixels that were just visible above the dark cushion of amniotic fluid between the wall of the uterus and the shifting, heterogeneous form of the foetus. Ovary, she said. A worm-like strand of grey flickered and was gone as Nosy inhaled and inadvertently shifted the probe. That was an oviduct. Let's say hello to baby. Zell moved the probe lower and to the right and started reporting the ultrasound findings in a low voice designed not to cause any alarm. Jen was mumbling his comforting science again, something about the Hounsfield scale. I didn't have the heart to tell him that that measurement was for a different kind of scan. The fetal head seemed larger than one might expect, but there was no concerning ventricular megaly. We could see the shimmer of their heart as it thumped away happily. Four limbs were present and grossly symmetrical. Zay... Dr. Adra pressed through a series of commands on the screen, and the ultrasound reported a Lycor volume of 80 mils. In a human, this would be far too little for this stage of development, but just like baby Nosley, we too are swimming in unknown waters, and our clinical judgement is limited by the novelty of the case. With another series of fluid taps on the screen, Sec, remind me to ask her how to do that when she's apologised, please. Dr. Adra converted the image into a 3D computerised model of the baby inside. They have Nosy's face, perhaps Jen's nose, but Zell soon drew my attention to their abdomen with a sharp glance. The baby doesn't have any kidneys. It's not really a surprise, one of their parents also has no kidneys. It does explain the lack of amniotic fluid. Most organisms, mammals in particular, don't realise that they spend the first months of their life in a bath of their own urine, but there it is. I forced my expression into a smile as Zale offered the expectant parents the opportunity to see the scan. They have your eye, Jen said, delighted. Nosy seemed too shocked to speak. We gave them a minute to marvel at the sleeping face on the screen until Baby grew weary of the gentle pressure of the probe and turned away with a kick in its direction. Sometimes enough is enough. With Nosy degelled much more calmly this time, we gathered back around the computer, where Dr. Adra pulled up a single frame of the scan, showing the fetus and the thin rim of amniotic fluid surrounding it. We need to have a difficult conversation, Dr. Adra started. Jen's hand found Nosy's. We all went very quiet. Dr. Adra explained that 
While interspecies reproduction is becoming much more common, it does often cause unforeseeable challenges. It's well documented that human heads have been increasing in size over the past thousands of years. This causes problems for pregnant humans, never mind a species with a much smaller pelvis such as Nosley. Dr. Adra explained that the best course of action would be to plan for a caesarean section, an operation to remove the baby, instead of attempting whatever a natural birth might look like for Zia. Um, in addition to this, it might be that the baby grows too large or too fast for Nosley's body, and it might be necessary to remove the baby early. This would increase the chances that baby will have to spend time in a neonatal incubator after birth, though those chances were already pretty high. Nosey looked stricken. Dr. Adra will not have missed the scar bisecting Zir abdomen. She held out a placating hand. This is not something we need to talk through right now, she said. You've already made such good progress in coming to terms with all of this. I just want you to know our plan early so that you have the most time to prepare. The couple accepted this, and the leaflet I sent to Jen's comms about C-sections. This news was barely a warning shot. Dr. Adra inhaled slowly and proceeded to explain the most concerning finding. There was no evidence in the scan that the baby had kidneys. In a human fetus, this finding would be incompatible with life outside the womb. However, given Nosey's unique biology, it might be that the baby is also able to function without them. At present, there's no way of knowing. However, Dr. Adra assured the near-overwhelmed couple that we won't simply sit with this uncertainty and hope for the best. We'll liaise with Dr. Solari for his research expertise about the possibility of creating a novel form of dialysis for the newborn. Portable hemofiltration machines already exist, even some that can be implanted. We should be hopeful that we'll be able to design one to work with the baby's unique biology. Yeah, look them up, they're pretty cool actually. Oh, hi. I'm... I need to tell you something. Is everything okay? The priapism patient? No, not that. She's fine. I... have been meaning to tell you this for a few days and... I'm going to do it now. I'm... Please stop looking at me like that. I don't... I've got my exam results. Oh. No. Oh. I failed. What? That, but you were, you were overprepared, if anything. I don't understand. Are you sure they haven't, I, I don't know, mixed you up with another candidate? I'm sure. Shit, Zale. I'm so sorry. I, you really deserve to pass. Yes. You can sit it again though, right? I have to. The reason I'm telling you this is because without this exam, I am not permitted to hold the role of senior clinician at an interspecies clinic. The IGMB have given me an extension in my role as acting senior, but if I fail again, they'll force me to appoint someone qualified. You're not going to. We thought that last time. Stars. Someone new from, like, Io or Mars or something? Not necessarily. Oh. You're not going to fail this exam. 
Why don't you stay out of trouble, just in case? Have you told Dakari? Not yet. I need to make it very clear who he can talk about it to. He can be a bit intense when he cares about you, huh? Mm. If you want to talk about it, you always seem to know where I am. It's the hair. You're pretty easy to spot nowadays. Mistakes were made, okay? I don't think Rai actually fixed anything about it. <laughs> Nosley liked it. I mean, Z's very polite. I'm nearly done with the letter if you want to uh, make your suggestions now. It's fine. Human with a headache. Ooh, are you going to scan them? If it's clinically appropriate, I will. Treat yourself. Thank you. It's going to be okay, Zell. Call me if you need me. I know as much as you do, Sec. Oh, this place is just... No. No. Let me finish this letter before I forget anything. Sorry. Nosley seemed to process the information Dr. Adra gives you much better than Z did the initial shock of the pregnancy, and agreed to come back in two weeks for further testing. We have prescribed Zia some iron tablets, which should help Zia anemia. The next steps for Nosley and Jen are to keep working on Zia's level of comfort with medical professionals and facilities, and to read the information we've provided about C-sections. Nosy is to keep taking the ginger as needed, but xenosia and vomiting should settle completely within the next few weeks. Uh, now the important bit. If anything... Wait, Sec, can you put this in bold, please? Um, right. If anything changes, please attend the clinic or other emergency medical centre. Though, you can embolden now. Though Dr. Adra and I are of the opinion that we are now in the most stable phase of the pregnancy, there is no guarantee that complications will not arise. We have promised as a team to keep Nosy and Jen updated regarding any developments we make with the artificial kidney situation. See, this is what I mean. I just feel like this entire satellite was never set up to run in the absence of the professor. Like, there's been no sustainable planning at all. Why didn't Zale sit that exam orbits ago when there was a literal expert here to help her? They knew they were ill. Why didn't they prepare for this eventuality? And this mess with Nosy and their pregnancy. This place was set up because the professor was able to answer these huge clinical questions. I have absolute faith in Rai, don't get me wrong, but the professor... I never thought of them as someone who would let their life's work fall apart once they were gone. I just... Everything would be easier if they weren't. Sorry, I know you don't like talking about it. It's just, it's been a big day, and I don't really know where we go from here. Go ahead. I don't think I understand. Sec, there, how could that even be possible? They're... gone. Sec?
Okay, you had plans, but do you have any proof? How are you going to do that? This is crazy. I've just been told to keep my head down. Okay, okay, fine. Yes, I'll help you. But stars, sec, I don't want you getting hurt if your theory isn't correct. I mean it. I... There might be a time when you do have to accept that they're gone, though. I think you have to promise me you can do that if you want me to investigate anything for you. No, not right now. I'll help you. Ugh. Sometimes I wonder if I'm still in cryo on the way here and just dreaming all of this. No, thank you. I really don't want to know the statistical likelihood of that being the case. Nosley. Nosley undoubtedly has a tumultuous path ahead of Zir. Zir baby too. But holding Zir cool hand during Zir scan today, while the other was cradled in Jens as he whispered soft, hopeful things against the curl of Zir fingers, the fierce concentration pinching Dr. Adra's brow Life found a way into the unconscious collection of cells which were chosen to make up Nosley. And life will find a way out of Zia as... someone new. Stars, I hope so. Signed, Dr. Faye Underwood, The Vesta Clinic. This episode of The Vesta Clinic was created by AMC. It starred AMC as Faye Underwood, Ruby Campbell as Zaylist Adra, and Sek as himself. Music by AMC and Ruby Campbell. Please check out our show notes for content warnings, transcripts, and your prescription of fireworks. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help the show reach more ears, please tell someone who loves podcasts to check into the Vesta Clinic. You can also follow us on your social media of choice at at Vesta Clinic Pod. We'd love to see you there.